You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 196. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 196. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. So I'm glad we got those, like, giggles out. It always gets us ready for the podcast. I know, we get all silly. All Gets us ready for the podcast. A podcast. I'm so glad to have you on the podcast, Mr. Smith. Turn it on. It oh, is- we're on. We're rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Please. You, I was you, like, wait a minute. Why aren't we recording? You're like, this, this sounds like a good intro to record. <laughs> Ew. What kind of half-rate show do you think I'm running here? I don't think. I don't have anymore. recovering control issues for a reason. Like, hello. We're on the podcast. We're on the podcast. Keep your shit together. Oh my god. People are listening right now. They are listening. And what is this accent? Like, it's I, I don't, don't even know. know. It's just like a hot. It's just we we do that all the time. Where we just, just some dumb accent. I don't know. Who it is. Some dumb. If anybody accent. can tell us, please. Yeah. Sorry if you're offended. <laughs> it was totally not. Oh my god, our white privilege is showing. It is so showing. We should start over. <laughs> Welcome to the show, hey babe. Guys. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Welcome everybody. Thank you for hanging through that <laughs> laborious two minutes. Wow. Uh, today we're gonna talk about what to do when you feel stuck. And this was something that was submitted by a listener. And this, if you did not know, you can actually submit topic suggestions on the website. So if you go to thejoyjunkie.com slash 196, which is the show notes page for this episode, you'll see a place where it says, want to submit a show topic? And you can just click on that. And it's very easy. You just let us know what you would like us to cover. So that's what we're going to do today. And... I think it should be kind of cool because I think I hear this a lot in coaching. Yeah, where you it kind you're just kind of bummed, you're just kind of not so happy, and you just you don't have any other way to describe it except I just feel kind of stuck, like Mm. complacent, a little depressed, kind of despondent. Nothing feels really passionate, just kind of blah. But you don't really know how else to describe it except feeling kind of stuck. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I think I'm bringing it back here. Bringing it back? That that real rough. Back on track? That rough beginning. (laughs) But I think I hear that uh, you might have a really awesome segment coming up for us today. Would you rather? I came up with this yesterday. I don't know what made me think of it, but I just thought it was really funny. I was thinking, I don't know why this came to my mind. Would you rather have a shoulder nipple <laughs> or a knee nose? <laughs> I just thought a shoulder nipple was funny. A shoulder nipple. nipple. Yeah. So you could be like. Ew. No, you could not do that. 
you guys know what anyway. I, you guys know what, what I was doing, right? <laughs> <laughs> or then would you have to like blow your nose like on your knee? Like it, would it get congested? Would it get sinus infections? No, it'd just be like a a mass that looked like a nose. Oh, so it would just be like flesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be a functioning nose. Oh, it wouldn't. Mm-mm. It wouldn't be a functioning nipple either. It wouldn't. You no. couldn't be like... No. Like, <laughs> Can you imagine? It'd be a great party trick. From your mammaries. So it wouldn't That's have mammary disgusting. glands up there. I think... Oh, my gosh. I I wear so much sleeveless stuff. And I don't think I would want to always be saying, That's my shoulder nipple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, forget my shoulder nipple. He rides along. Yeah. Please don't judge my shoulder nipple. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think I would want to in, invite that conversation often. Or I'm just thinking, like, I was at the post office today. Like, if I'm just chilling in line somewhere and somebody's like, you know. You got something on your shoulder there. Yeah. Oh, that's my shoulder nipple. Oh, that's, don't don't mind me. That's my shoulder nipple. Or, like, like in uh, Austin Powers when he's like, mole. Mole, mole, mole. Mole, mole, Yes, nice to mole you. Meet you. Nice to meet you, mole. Don't say mole. I said mole. Molly, 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 molly. <laughs> I think I'd go for the Ninos. You are? Yeah. See, I wear too much shorts and stuff. Like, you cover your shoulders most of the time. I, I would rather have a shoulder nipple just because I'd, <laughs> I... I, <laughs> I would be, I'd be like... I'd sport it. I'd be like, dude, check this out. I got a shoulder busted nipple. out at parties. But if you got a Ninos, it's like you couldn't like kneel on, down. It would be functionally a problem. I don't do that though. Be well. I sometimes do. Kneel down. Yeah, like well. I calm down, Mr. <laughs> Smith. Ew. That's why we have explicit content. Hell. Hell. No, I mean, like I, I do sometimes when I'm working out, but yeah, I'm definitely gonna go for the Ninos. Going for the Ninos. All right. <laughs> oh my god. How am I supposed to do coaching now? Amy was like. Oh, as long as it's not offensive to anyone. And I'm like, well, unless you have one of these two things, I don't know how you'd be offended by yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if there's a case of a shoulder nipple out there Well, somewhere. you know what your research is now. I'm going to have to go find out. Yep, you're going to have to. All right, moving forward and onward. Okay, so let's talk about... <laughs> <coughs> After that, how do what you... What to do when you feel stuck. All right, so let me read this listener submission. And again, if you go to the show notes page, you'll have an opportunity to submit a show topic as well. These are really helpful for me when I put together content for the show because it also clues me in on to, into what you guys have been struggling with, what you've been thinking about, what are the big hurdles in your life. So this listener writes in and says, I'm obsessed with your podcast. So already I'm like, okay, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> you had me at my podcast. You had me at Obsessed. And she said, just found it a couple of months ago, and I have been listening to a new one every morning. My idea is what to do when you feel stuck, unless you've done something similar before, which I can't remember. because I don't know like, if we did anything specifically for that. I don't think so. I, I'm going to reference another one that we did that's specifically about jobs, uh, which is what she gets into. She says, my particular situation is I'm working at a job 50 hours a week that is killing me. But I feel obligated to stay as they are invested in me and more or less put me as the future of the company. But I hate it. This could also relate to those feelings of being stuck in a friendship or stuck in relationship. You two are absolutely amazing. Well, thank thank you. I know. She says, thank you for all you do for us pod listeners. Seriously, thank you. One day when I have the cash, I am investing in what 
in more of what you have to offer. But for now, thank you for all the free shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, awesome. Yes, whenever you want to deep dive, I have multiple ways to take your money. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be happy to do so. But I'm so glad if, if I can offer content to people totally free that would never be able to better themselves without it i want to be able to do it if i can still maintain my own livelihood and business so absolutely it's definitely a win-win so she poses this question a little bit more from a place of and this is kind of what i'm interpreting from her submission but from a place of i am i'm stuck in my current job right? right and a lot of times when we say i'm feeling stuck what we're essentially saying is I have this deep feeling that I don't have choices. Like I don't have any choices here. True. And that's really what I'm hearing a lot from her. There's this other element that I was talking about at the top of the show that I hear a lot using that same term. And that is when nothing in your life is necessarily catastrophic. It's not like you have a horrible marriage or a horrible job that you hate. You just feel kind of in a rut. So yeah. I'm going to address... In a purgatory, if you will. If you will. I, I, d- I will. You will? I will. Okay, awesome. That worked out. <laughs> so... we're squirrely today squirrels so if if that's your case that's what I'm going to be speaking to a little bit more today about if you're in a situation where you just feel blah like you don't feel like you've got a lot of passion now I will be touching on her particular issue which relates very specifically to being unhappy in your job however I have done a podcast specifically about breaking free from a shitty job and that episode is from a quite a while ago it's actually episode 083 and I'll put that in the link to the show notes but that is so much more about creating a very step-by-step plan to leave a job you're not happy in Uh and what that looks like for me and I think that could be really advantageous for this particular listener's circumstance But for the rest of you who are feeling stuck just in general, I wanted to offer up some ways to start jumbling up that energy because I I very much went through that quite a few years ago and I was working with my coach at the time and she had asked me, you know, what, well, let's just go through your top values. Like what are the things essentially that bring you the most joy? So I don't want to get too caught up in like what a value is and all of that. But essentially all that it is is looking at the components that must be present in my life to make me happy. The things that I already know bring me joy, right? So she's like, tell me what those are. So I start listing all the things that I'm like, these matter the most to me. So love and connection, knowledge and education, creativity, health and wellness, adornment and decoration. You love that one? I love that as one of the big ones so I started thinking about okay there's all these things like I love taking care of my body I love connecting with other people I love having a creative project going on and I sort of looked through my world at the time and I wasn't really honoring any of those things I wasn't utilizing those things in my life at all and so it was like no wonder you feel stuck no wonder you feel like you're in a rut you're not doing the things that really lights you up or that bring you joy. 
So that was actually the very beginning of me getting involved in theater because I went, oh my God, all I'm doing is working, 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 working. And it's isolating being at home behind your computer. Yeah. I'm like, I need to get some more of that human connection. So that's what got me to jumble up that current pattern that I was in and to actually do something different with my time and energy. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit as well. But something that I thought was really poignant about what she wrote in here was the sense of obligation and feeling like she had to stay because A, they've invested a lot of time in her uh-huh. and B, they're grooming her to take over the whole thing. Right, right. Oh my gosh. The piece that's not in this equation at all is what she wants. Yeah, exactly. What about what you want? And I'm sure you guys have seen the, uh, there was a collection of <sighs> statements that some hospice nurse, nurses had put together, and perhaps I'm completely jumbling this anecdote, but you guys get the point, that they had noted of various patients who had passed on and what they literally said on their deathbed about their regrets in life. Yeah. And it, none of it was, I wish I would have stayed at that job in my 30s to make that one boss happy. None of it was like that. And I don't know if you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, it doesn't fucking matter. It's that nobody says, I'm glad I catered to obligation. I'm glad I did what my parents wanted. I'm glad I sold myself short and made sure that my sister liked me. I'm glad I stayed in that marriage for far too fucking long. Nobody says that. So what you are doing when you get locked into obligation is you are saying your wants and desires are more important than my wants and desires. But isn't there something to be said for, um, <clears throat> it seems like she's already at the position where they're giving her the reins. It, it seems like she, she could have said something a long time ago. Right. 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 Oh, sure. Like there's probably something to be said for taking some ownership of, you know what, maybe that's why she stayed this long is she just couldn't get now the guts up to deep. say it, right? Right. Uh, I mean, obviously, this is we're making this up, but it just seems like there's something there for where it should have been said early. Of course, and we can't do anything about that now. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like right, shame, yeah, on you, shame on you, shame on you, listener. You should, you know, no, because I also think that guilt and obligation uh, are fall into that bitches of motivators. Like yeah. they really keep us complacent. They really keep us stagnant. They keep us in that place of what I was talking about. Like, no, you don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. You can't leave. You have to stay. They've invested. That's the loop that happens in your head when you buy into obligation. Mm-hmm. So the deal with this is you always have choices. You always have choices. What you're usually saying is, I do not like my options. Mm-hmm. Because your options right now are to <clears throat> speak up for yourself and start planning an exit or stay the same. And both of those choices fucking suck because they come with uncomfortable emotions. It's going to be uncomfortable to leave and sever that tie, to feel like you led somebody down, that's also going to be a challenging path to navigate. And it's going to be a challenging path to stay doing this thing that you're saying is killing you. I wonder if there's, I wonder if there's any way to make this job something she enjoys. Like, I wonder what it is that she doesn't like about this job. 
it would be cool if if she could find a way to you know make this something that was her choice right and that's a really good point and i'm pretty sure i cover that in oh in the in the episode, in episode 83? 83 because i talk about like sometimes you can't just jump ship and I talked about it a little bit in episode 194 when we were talking about manifesting, like manifesting okay. a new job or anything else in your life for that matter. Uh, and it's about, am I taking steps to remedy the situation? It's oh, not yeah. necessarily, I'm not ever <clears throat> going to tell you quit your job tomorrow. Right. I'm never going to do that. But you've got to start making some kind of plan. And I talk about that in in that episode of 83. And I'm going to talk about it a little bit here today. Okay. So the first thing that really stood out to me here was that obligation piece. So the first thing I want you, you guys to think about out there, if you're feeling stuck, period, in your life, is what am I tolerating? Is there something that's present in my world like her situation that she hasn't spoken up about that she hasn't given voice to hasn't made it any headway on changing because you feel like you have to tolerate it toleration is a choice that's saying i'm going to choose this current set of circumstances because i'm terrified of another one and it's safe it's safe. You know what this job looks like. You know what staying in this friendship looks like. You know what staying in that marriage looks like. Even though it's uncomfortable and unhappy and not fulfilling, it's it's familiar. You know what it looks like. So there's mm -hmm. a certain element of safety there. So a lot of times we will stay locked into something like that until it absolutely becomes imperative that we make a change. In fact, I remember reading in Psychology Magazine, they were talking about how therapists and doctors are consistently floored at the amount of pain that people are willing to sustain before they will make a change. That is exactly what, how I feel in my work. I yeah. get people when they are completely broken and they're beyond fixing. You know what is something yeah. else that might be interesting? Um, I find that when, you know, we do a specific type of body work and uh, when we work on the gluteals and the lateral rotators of the femur and the hamstrings, all those muscles of the posterior leg and hip, that people move forward in whatever decision they were going to be making. Oh, interesting. Like getting your body to let go of that holding back allows your mind to move forward. It's oh, really crazy. I love that. Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, it's the same reason why we stress ourselves out, run ourselves ragged, and we get sick. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You Your know, immune system breaks down, yeah. Right. There's that tie between stress, which is emotional, sure. and sickness, which is physical. Like, all of that stuff is tied together. So, you can always get your hammies worked on. Okay. <laughs> there's one solution. Yeah, loosen so, up your hammies. I'm going to give pull you... One. Don't pull a hammy. <laughs> I'm going to give you a handful of things to think about. Now, not all of these things will apply to you. Not all of these things will apply to everybody listening, but I want you to pick one or two that you can actually take some movement on and make some momentum because that's what we need to do. Is It's like you're stagnant and we just need to jumble this up to get you a little bit more excited and start moving in some kind of direction to gain better energy and go towards where you want to go. So the first the first one is to ask yourself that question, what am I tolerating? And really get conscious about clearing out the clutter in your world. So for instance, if you're saying like, 
I mean, it, it can be anything. Like if you're saying I'm trying to get out and meet more people, but you keep buying video game after video game after video game, it's like that's cluttering up your time and your energy. Maybe we need to scale down on that shit. Or if you're saying that you really, really want to lose weight, but all you're doing is hanging around with a bunch of people who talk about, talk shit about people who are healthy or who all you do is go eat, you know, horrible food together. That's your choice. That's cluttering up energy and space for you to attract what you want into your world. So if you have not done so already, please listen to episode 194. It's about manifesting things in your world. It's really just about going after shit that you want, period, and what it takes to do that. And one of the things that we don't realize, like 90% of the time, I don't know, I just made up that stat. (laughs) Most people do. That's an alternative fact for you. (laughs) Um, But most of the time, it's not just our lack of action going after things. It's what we're tolerating right now. Yeah. It's the abuse we're tolerating from that friendship. It's the shit that we don't want that we're allowing from our spouse that clutters up your energy that never makes you feel more creative. It never makes you want to go after other things. So be sure to go to episode 194 and there's a complete worksheet and some screensavers and a bunch of free shit to go along with it to help you cement that. The second thing that you can look for is you can ask yourself, what all is in a rut? Like, is this just, am I just unhappy in my job? Or do I feel like I'm craving really healthy friendships? Do I feel like it's just my marriage? Like my marriage is just feels blah. Mm-hmm. Is it and health and wellness? And it's rolling over into other parts of your life. Could be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I find that a lot of times there's the domino effect where the minute you start letting your health and wellness go, that's when you stop kind of like putting in a ton of effort in the marriage. And then you kind of get in a rut there. And then maybe you just don't care much about doing anything with your job. You lose ambition there. It kind of has that domino effect if you're not nurturing these various parts of your life. Yeah. That's why when we do, you know, make epic shit happen for the new year, we talk about creating goals in every area of your life. That it's not just the year of my business or whatever. Yeah. So take a little inventory of what areas of my life are stuck. What areas of my life are in a rut? And maybe list them out. And then under each of those areas, whether it's my education, my physicality, my marriage, my fun and recreation, friendships, family, whatever category it is, give yourself one tiny baby step that you can do in each of those areas that feel stuck. So hmm. we, if you wanted something a little bit more elaborate around this, the episode that we did on right around the new year, how to make epic shit happen in 2017. It's episode 183. And again, all of these links will be in the show notes page for this episode. But the last two that I mentioned have worksheets, like really robust worksheets that go along with the episode to help you create movement. We've talked about this before. When you actually take pen to paper and create a plan, that's when you start to actually do something about your circumstances. So that's the second item, calculating what are the areas that feel stuck, and then what's one tiny baby step I can take in each one. Instead of picking one big grand step in one category, you take a small step in each. Is that kind of the idea? Well, it's that your marriage matters, your job matters, your health and wellness matters. 
all of those areas matter. So you can get all into building your business and then never date your spouse. That's mm -hmm. why I think it's important to look at like, no, my physicality matters. My health and wellness matters. All of those things are important in our world to create a fulfilling life. So if you can even, even like let's say you're, you're feeling really stuck in your marriage, maybe the first baby step is a conversation with your partner. Yeah. Maybe the first step in your career is researching. Maybe it's talking to a friend of yours who has a job that you think is amazing and you would love to just kind of pick their brain about how they got into it. So the steps don't have to be get a new job. Right. Right? It's just about how can I shake this stuckness up a little bit? The third thing you can do is you can start looking at a time in your life when you were really fulfilled, you were really happy, and ask yourself, what was present in my life at that time? What were the components that were available in my life at that time? Was I in a really happy relationship? Was I really financially stable? Was I really connected to friends and family? Was I involved in creative projects? Or was music a huge piece of my life at that time? Or what were the elements that really catered to your fulfillment at that particular chapter in your life? And is there a way to infuse that into your world now? So let's say maybe you look back and you were traveling all over the world in your 20s. Maybe you backpacked all over the world. Okay. And you look back and you're like, oh my God, I had all this freedom. I felt so free. Mm -hmm. And now flash forward like 20, 30 years or whatever and you're feeling stuck. You feel like you have zero freedom. You don't like your job, whatever. It might be asking yourself, do I plan a really fun day at a museum where I can look at all of these artifacts from all over the world that give me a sense of freedom? It's about that element, the element that you felt was freedom. If you don't have the means to execute freedom in the exact same manner, how can you do it now? You know, it's interesting. That's the, the technical term uh, of sabbatical. Mm. is when your company gives you a leave to go get yourself back together so when you come back, you're inspired. Yeah. So that would be great. I mean, that's why I want to know what it is that's sh shitty about our job. Like, is it redeemable? Right. Is there something that's really there that she can tackle onto, but she might need some inspiration? Right, right. right. Find something that inspires you and get into some other part of your life, other category and see if it translates back into your work. Yeah. Yeah. And that could be a possibility. Sometimes it's all about a perspective shift, like how you are viewing your relationship, how you are viewing your job. And again, in episode 83, I talk a lot about that. Like if you choose to stay, you're also going to have to choose a much more powerful attitude. Right. Like how do you maintain something that's less than ideal? Sure. So, so yeah, number three is there components that you can attach to from another time in your life? And you can go, ah, oh, back then I was always creative. I was always doing something creative. I'm missing that. Go to Michael's and get a fucking craft and do it on <laughs> Saturday. You know what I mean? It's like bring those elements back into your world. But when you're stuck on autopilot, when you're feeling in a rut, like how I was when I was talking to my coach, you don't see that. Mm -hmm. You don't think, oh, let me go do some creative craft at Michael's. You know, we don't think that. We think, oh, why am I stuck? Why am I so sad? You know? So that's why you need me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The other question that you can ask yourself, this is number four, is what does bring you joy? 
and this is sort of in tandem to the last question, but what are the things that you already know light you up? Like for me, I know I feel so much better if I get decked out, dolled up to the nines and go out once a week, like full lashes, the red lips, curl my hair, like have an outing. And I categorize that as adornment. I love decorating everything in my life. Yes, you do. It brings me massive amount of fulfillment. But if I go two weeks and we haven't gone out, I feel it. It's yeah. like, oh, it's time to get dressed. <laughs> <laughs> time to get dressed. So you can look for those things that genuinely you already know fulfill you. Perhaps it's music. Maybe it is being outdoors and adventure. Maybe it's I really just need to go to the local high school and run around the track, like be outside. It could be a very, very small action step for you to do. But create a to-do list of action steps that you could take around things that you know bring you joy. Like maybe every time you hang out with that one friend of yours, although it's few and far between, you have a fucking blast. And it's like nothing ever changed and it's so great. Call them up. Take some initiative. Make some plans. Get a date on the books. If there are things you know you enjoy, get them on your to-do list. Create some sort of action plan to accomplish them. I love it. I love it. That's really good. Number five is to experiment. Experiment with what brings you joy. Because sometimes we get in a place where it's been so far since we've ever been happy or so far since we've really taken care of ourselves that we don't even know what lights us up anymore. Yeah. So you have to start with an idea just an experiment like I don't know maybe I would like roller derby I don't know maybe more uh, adventurous (laughs) maybe I would like (laughs) rock climbing I don't know maybe I'll I'll try checking it out at the local rock climbing gym the thing you have to approach this as is looking at it through the lens of experimentation and that it is an adventure because there can be this notion where your inner critic pops in and goes, see, that was dumb. See, that didn't work out. See, that person didn't want to hang out. See, rock climbing's dumb. And then it makes you throw in the towel and not do anything. Yeah. And it's this, again, is a perspective thing, noticing that, oh, okay, well, that's not for me. One thing down. Now I'm one step closer to figuring out the things that do light me up. Yeah. That part right there is fucking clutch you have to have that perspective that's like sales 101 too i mean period you know? yeah when i when i uh, i think i talked about this in the anxiety pod the anxiety pod uh <laughs> where my doctor told me that because i had a really horrible perspective about getting on the right medication and i was like oh, i don't want to try all these different ones and then they're gonna have side effects and want me and that was my perspective And she was like, well, I really wish that everybody's body came with a manual that said, here's how you're going to respond. And she really helped me change that perspective. And she said, every medication that does not work, we are one step closer to figuring out what does. We have to look at this as a journey. So this is imperative for you as well. If you don't know what brings you joy, you can't throw in the towel with the first thing that you hit a roadblock with. It has to be, okay, that's not it. Let's keep going. It's everybody who has been massively successful in business will tell you 
they went bankrupt. They had people embezzle. They've had crazy ass shit that's happened where they got knocked the fuck down, where they had a choice if they were going to pick themselves back up again or not. You know, it's like get knocked down seven, get up eight. Yeah. That's what it's about. It's not that everybody had an easy journey who ended up in a great marriage or who has an amazing job or has all these things that they love about their life. Most of the time, it has everything to do with perseverance. I'm not getting all worked up. worked up. Because people Clothes are going to come off in a minute. People don't realize that they <laughs> already have the power to do it. And it, a lot of it has to do with your perspective. And am I going to pick myself back up and persevere? Absolutely. That is always in your power. Period. All right. Yes. Yes. Amen, sister. Yes. All right. So number five was experiment. Uh, number six, break up your pattern. This is mm -hmm. another little thing you can do. Sleep on the opposite side of your bed. Sleep. Remember when we used to sleep like a different direction every yes. night? Yeah. Yes. Totally just... And every morning I wake up like, where am I? Like, <laughs> disoriented. But it shakes up. It kind of shakes up that energy, that stuckness energy. Maybe if you drive a certain way to work, drive a different way. Or You know what that works for me? Yeah, what? Is um, <clears throat> changing my sequence in the shower. Oh, what you wash first? And yeah, yeah, like yeah. What, what I do first, like whether it's... Uh, like uh, I use a scrub and then you have your body wash and then you have your butt soap. Wow. You know. TMI, Mr. Sin. Oh, so you can. <laughs> I just totally embarrassed you. That doesn't happen oh very gosh. often. Oh my gosh. You wash your Ninos. Yeah, get <laughs> Got to clean off, clean the lint off my shoulder nipple. <laughs> um, but yeah, like switching up. Like so, you know, yeah, a lot of times I'll brush my teeth first, then get in the shower. So I'll brush my teeth at the end. Yeah. Or, you know, wash with my left hand instead of my right hand or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Like if you switch those things up, it kind of gets you out of that. It's anything that you can anything do. Anything that you can do, yeah. If you usually work out in a gym, go running. You know, be outside. Do do anything slightly Drive different. Drive in reverse to work. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, we are not advocating that. Okay, it's a disclaimer. Uh, but, you know, I mean, even if it's something in your relationship, shake that up a little bit maybe like we started doing this like let's do some different sex stuff like let's shake this up a little bit you know and have yeah. fun and that's been like woo, fun you could we've also been doing really fun ways where we just kind of play in our relationship we'll bring these kind of fun new little games lately it's been if you guys follow me on instagram you can find me at the joy junkie and you can see this picture mr smith has been making our coffee he makes our coffee pretty much every morning he has for a while yeah We've always had matching mugs. That's been like one of our little things, rituals every morning. Mm -hmm. But he's been doing these little configurations of a towel, a spoon, and the carafe and my mug <laughs> in all these different shapes and elaborate uh, like patterns. And so every morning I come down to this like hysterical display <laughs> of the coffee and the mug and all of that stuff. So I took a picture of nine of the configurations and posted them on Insta if you're interested. But that's we fun. just started doing that. Yeah. And so that's just a way to mix up something in a relationship category. If it's your work, what do you do for lunch every fucking day? Do something different. Do something like be out in nature, get your nails done or switch it up. It's just creating a little bit of disruption to that stagnation of that pattern. Yeah. And then finally, number six, or number seven as an option, is to make a plan. 
And this is really if you have a lofty ambition. And I would say this would largely be applicable to something like, I want to leave this job. I want to leave this marriage. I want to move to another country. Or something that is not just what you're going to decide to do tomorrow. Where you do need to take some planning steps. And I really think that some of the other episodes that I mentioned in this pod can be very helpful in dissecting what those planning steps might look like. Mm -hmm. So again, in episode 83, I talk a lot about creating a plan and how that was crucial for me. I am not one who can just quit my job and just start my own business the next day. A lot of people are. A lot of people are motivated that way. That is not me. So I had to honor my path and I had to create a plan. And you always said, you're working the plan, babe. You're working the plan. I've seen people do it in marriages where they really had to make sure that the kids were taken care of in a specific way or that their their own personal finances were taken care of before they could cut cords. And, And it was very deliberate. I'm staying here because it's funding my escape, because it's enabling me to create this plan that I can work. Yes. So make that plan if you are really committed to getting unstuck in whatever category it may be. I think that's everything that I have. A lot of fun tips and tricks there. Oh yeah, I I sure did. And I want (laughs) to give, I'm I'm all proud of myself, I would like to give out Uh a warm fuzzy to that particular listener for sharing her idea and sharing her thoughts with us because it's never... It's never comfortable to be like, hey, here's how my life sucks. <laughs> Help me, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, huge warm fuzzy going out to you. Yay! There it is. There warm you, fuzzy. There you go. Anything else you wanted to throw in? No, I think, uh, I just, I really like that there's so many different ways that you can, like different angles that you can look at, little nuances that you can totally. do to kind of uh, break things up a little bit. I like yeah. that. It depends how, you know. And that doesn't just apply to being stagnant. This can apply to anything in life. It can apply to anything that you really want to achieve or yeah, accomplish. or exactly. Even if you just want to mix up the energy and kind of have a little bit more fun in yeah. your life, that can yeah. be helpful too. All right, cool. So we will see you around these parts next week. Here's to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out. <laughs>